0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Pipe It Up podcast. To our third episode with your hosts, Drew Davis and Ryan Cratch. We got star-studded guest list today. While we recap the Super Bowl and um, some MOW moves, let's
1: let's get right into into it.
0: All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, Some of the guests here we got today that we'll be on a little later. We got Tommy Coglin, Kyle Schultz, as always, and. His brother, Dirty Dan.
1: Dirty, Dirty Dan's working Schultz.
0: on homework right now. Um, AP Calc? Yeah. Let's start off with some of the MLW news, though. Um, so this is like some breaking news, kind of. Like, just recently today, we got mentioned on uh, the Cup 4, I believe is like their official name. and then MLB just, Cup 4. Yeah, MLB yeah. Cup 4. And then just straight up, MLB's Facebook. A yeah. video of uh, Dan, uh, like some of his best pitches montage. Yeah. So um, Daniel got featured but Dan got featured. Cup 4 mm-hmm. and MLB on Facebook. We were we were getting like litten up with subscribers and followers during that time though. It's kinda of oh, insane. Really? I was with here I was here with Kyle and Dan. Dan was cool as a cucumber, just sitting there I wasn't. Couldn't even aware give of that. a couldn't care less. He was just sitting there, like, watching the office. And we're like, Dan, you're like a going famous approach. right now. He's like, Cool. Woo
1: Just and a was, humble approach. Daniel Schultz is a very humble man.
0: <laughs> the office is the only thing that brings him joy. Office <laughs> and Dave and Busters. But um <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty huge, though. Did you did you see it?
1: Yeah, no, I saw it on Instagram, and I, I when I at first when I saw it, I was a little bit shell shocked. I didn't believe that it was actually you know real, and then clicked on the profile, and it's really MLB Cut Four verified on Instagram and all that type of stuff, and there's Dirty Dan at the top of my feed, and you know it's just a <laughs> pleasure pleasure to see him in any form, or especially on a huge account like that.
0: Yeah, I saw it, and then my favorite part of it though is. Um, the Cincinnati Reds, which is my favorite pro baseball team, they retweeted it or they replied to it, but in a different approach. They took, they edited it, and they put like it was Dan's pitch, and then right as it was going against strike zone, they had Freddie Galvis hitting a bomb to center field, mm. and we were de- we were all debating on like what we should reply with, and I had some opinions, but Kyle went with the more humble and nice approach. I guess he was like game on or something like that whereas i wanted to bash their editing skills by trashing their pr interns about how bad they edited it
1: i mean i wasn't I, allowed to though i only saw I, I only saw it once and to be honest i i, I also thought it was pretty bad editing it was but terrible. it's also kind of the point of the joke you know what i mean <laughs>
0: kyle i guess said it would be bad publicity for me to uh to be trashing I, I kind some of pro baseball team. I kind of agree. But, um, Kyle, what were your thoughts, like, just get, being able to get on that platform?
2: Uh, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened. I think it happened once uh, last year in MLB and Cup 4. So it, it's kind of cool, you know, how MLW's getting to the point where it's, like, not not normal, but, like, we've seen it happen before. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. For those who didn't know, um, we were on SportsCenter um, a couple years ago. My teammate, Zach Pirok, he made a uh, sick play over the fence in left field and made the uh, number nine play on sports center and that was 2018 and that got picked up by uh bleacher report and sports center so that was probably the coolest thing that we've ever had um in terms of one of those huge platforms but yeah mlb and uh mlb cut forward were very courteous to us this past week in uh posting us on twitter facebook oh, yeah. and instagram and that that's really big for us just growing on those platforms as that's just key for our uh growth as a brand
1: yeah it's Huge success. Kyle
0: Kyle called Tommy when it happened. He, I think it's his exact words for Code Black, Tom. We're on MLB. <laughs> code Black. Uh, here's Tom. Tom, what was the call like when – uh, where were you? Were you in class?
3: Uh, No. Hey, everyone. This is Tommy. Uh, I think I was sitting in my dorm room on my futon, just minding my business. And uh, I had already seen it on uh, Twitter because I was waiting in line to get a sandwich earlier today, getting lunch. And uh, just the notification on my phone came up that Cut Four uh, mentioned us, uh, so I saw it and replied right away. I put like "Dirty Dan" with a fire emoji, and it got like 30 more likes. But um, <laughs> when Kyle called me, I think I think I was just on YouTube, just like watching music videos or something. And uh, I figured like I figured something else happened, but he told me that MLB posted it on Facebook, and um, that was the first time that they had actually like posted something of ours themselves because they had uh, they retweeted Cut Four before the Cut Four account, which is still cool but they actually like shared it themselves on Facebook as of their own posts that was pretty sweet.
0: Mm-hmm. I liked all the comments by like the dads and stuff. Like trying to like give the the players like actual advice on hitting. Like yeah. Kyle's favorite one was something like keep your eye on the ball and swing through it. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> those that's are my brutal. Those are funny like yeah. That one was hanging right over the plate. You got to take that.
1: Yeah. But so um, uh some other big news around the league uh Great Lakes, Gator officially, Great Lakes Gators officially signed Bix Beaton, a uh, huge move for them. And then the downtown Diamondbacks signed multi-sport athlete Ben Wilson. What are your thoughts on that, Drew?
0: I only have one opinion on, like, all of what you just said. And it's really just that Bix Beaton is the best name in the game. Um, I do like that name. When he first came into the league, like, just hearing that name it just rolls off your tongue perfectly. Uh-huh.
1: Big speed. Do You think this is going to change the pace of the No, game?
0: they're going to be bad still.
1: What about the Diamondbacks? They're still the going to be with Lucier now and Wilson. Well,
0: they s- totally I think it's a I think it's a scandal what they did to Kyle. They they traded Kyle a player who they I think actually, allegedly actually knew needed Knew had a broken shoulder.
2: Oh my goodness, folks. Okay, first of all, I didn't pursue Aguilar. Aguilar wanted out. He asked Gavin for a trade. I just don't. And I was the number one destination for him, so I reached out to him. I said I would love to have you. And Gavin, I offered him Josh Lucier, and he accepted. And that's pretty much it. I
1: just don't. I don't see for what reason he accepted that. Lucier's young. He's got upside. I know, but I mean, Aguilar was very vital to their team. Last year, that's he's that's a probably true. very good pitcher. Then maybe he's Gavin should have been a better leader. So that Aguilar wouldn't have wanted out. Gavin just needs to step it up, man. He really does. Nereski, if you're hearing this first hand just know Brian Kratz told you you need to step hey, it up. I appreciate the uh, dedication though from Gavin. If
2: he's listening to this, he had to say he attended the uh, Tigers Caravan event with us. So oh yeah, fun. That's and huge. then he went to the Legacy League Winter League uh, last week too. So. Yeah, that's big. Respect to him. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they could uh, shock people this year.
1: I mean, they've shot they shocked the Preds once before. Uh, in my opinion, one of like our actual legit losses, if you factor out the eleven to one lead that was blown against the Midwest Mallards, Tommy Coglin's team.
0: Gavin's a lot taller than I thought.
1: How, t- how tall is he? Like, I don't know. He's like six five. But uh, Yeah.
0: What'd you do last night for the Super? Oh, this is about, just like for people listening in the future. We're recording this like the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So where where were you at? So I was doing?
1: at I was at my friend Lucas's house. Okay. Uh, Good um, food there. Yeah, actually, very good food. Uh, what are they called? The um, pigs in a blanket. Yeah, pigs in a blanket. Huge, huge. I love pigs in blanket.
0: We had, um, I mean, there was like what chicken and waffles. The first time I've ever seen that. I like, I know I like what it is, but I've never seen it in Michigan.
1: Have you? Did you have it? No. <laughs>
0: Why'd
1: you? I it? stuck
0: to wings and well, but I went to I was party hopping.
1: You were party hopping. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> popular guy, huh?
0: Yeah, Mister Popular. But um, <laughs> the the first party I went to, they had, we had ribs, mac and cheese, and cheese and potatoes. So I was golden, man. Uh huh. But what did you think of the game overall?
1: I mean, I had the Chiefs the whole way. Uh, you know, just something I've seen about their you know their playoff runs. Even no matter how many points they're down, uh, they can just turn it on, switch, and all of a sudden they're up by two scores. So, uh, and then. Who was it? Uh, it was Williams, right? Uh, I don't know. D- yeah, Damien Williams or whoever it was put away that last touchdown, and they were just going for <laughs> a first down. So I think that was just it was just from there on out. I'll just, I'll tell
0: you what that touchdown changed a lot more than just just a small lead in the game. Dan Dan, Dan Schultz had a chance at a hundred and twenty five dollars and lost it all on that
4: play. Yeah, so I should probably recount you know what happened on that play. Uh, I don't know if anyone got a video of it, but basically uh, Tommy, Tommy's family does uh, Super Bowl Squares, so if you don't know what that is, it's uh, at the end of each quarter, uh, the last number of the score of each team, uh, you have a chance to win 100 bucks. So uh, I had the numbers 4 and 0, so the Chiefs had 4 and the Niners had 0, and as you know, it was 24-20 with 3 minutes left in the fourth quarter but of course as the chiefs are winding on the clock and the niners stop and i'm trying to get the ball back the chiefs have to run a 40 whatever yard touchdown 31-20 chiefs and there goes there, there goes, goes 100, 100
1: bucks 100 bucks for dan
0: the best part about it was is cuz like people were cheering when they scored that touchdown not because they scored the touchdown cuz we all didn't want dan to win <laughs> it like wasn't just there was like a lot of people there and we had people coming to check during the game, like Dan, you might get the hundred bucks, Dan, you might win. And as soon as they scored, the house erupted.
1: So, Tommy, how'd your betting experiences go?
0: He's got terrible numbers.
1: Yeah,
3: I swear every year it's my own party, but I get the worst numbers on the draw every year. I think I had like five and eight, so I had no chance of winning from the start, basically. But there's some member of the Schultz family every year who takes away some money. I think Dan's won at least. At least three times in his lifetime, whereas I've won once when I was like six, and I didn't see a dime of that money. <laughs> Tom got
0: a Tom got a pity uh Snickers bar. Yeah, my grandpa me a Snickers he didn't bar. even take it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, no. When I was like six, I won it. I won back to back quarters, and it was so it was 200 bucks. And my mom's like, "Oh, it'll go on your college fund." She probably like bought herself a purse or something, but I don't know what happened to that money. I never saw it. I know
0: where it went to. I think sure. it went to the stereos. The stereos. The best. <laughs> the best part. The best part of the Coughlin family Super Bowl because this is the first time I've been there. And Tom told me a little bit about what was going to happen at halftime, but I had no idea what I was in for. Tom, why don't you explain to me, explain to everyone else, like, what unfolded?
3: Oh, man. I don't know. It's a, it's a different experience every year, but basically, uh, my dad's a big uh, do-it-yourselfer, and uh, so we bought the house, I don't know what it was, 30 years ago, whatever, before I was born. And uh, the basement was unfinished. It was just cement down there, and he took... <laughs> A decade, probably, to get it finished the way he wanted it. And it's all, he's got speakers everywhere. He's got a sub. He's got, I think it's three speakers in the front room, then two more in the back. It's all surround sound. Dan's super obnoxious. Dan's
0: waiting to watch Inception down there. Yeah,
3: Dan wants to watch Max down there. It's pretty <laughs> obnoxious. But anyway, the Super Bowl party is like his big event of the year. So he just packs everyone in the basement and puts it on max volume. the whole
0: house <laughs> shaking with Shakira and J-Lo. He, he put it on max volume, like, and... 20 seconds later he grabbed the remote because he wanted more yeah, he and i was like more. there's it's aria max volume I and i just see him clicking the yeah, volume i like it's hear, aria
3: max barely hear his voice and he's like man these speakers in the back could still be louder like, Dad, I can't even <laughs> talk. the house was shaking now, we have pictures down there and he'll put on a movie some stupid movie that no one wants to watch or we'll go on netflix and force us all to watch a movie and literally the furniture on the walls like <laughs> his mantelpieces pieces above the fireplace will be vibrating i house would be shaking. <laughs> there was one time I remember it was like his basement debut party and uh, it was probably seven, eight years ago now It so was in the basement like was finally all the way done he was all excited so he bu- invited over a bunch of friends from work neighborhood friends and uh, from his bowling league my dad's a bowler and uh, I was babysitting if you guys know the league and you follow it well you know the Ruly boys they were younger at the time I was probably like 14, 13 they were probably like eight or nine i was babysitting them over there and i could hear clarity by zed <laughs> in the ruley's house blaring from my basement i could hear it word for word while i was babysitting it was so funny and uh yeah so yeah it's always a good time at halftime
0: isn't clarity the song you sung during the lift up
3: no that was a different that was uh
0: that was another zed song
3: what was that song called i don't even remember but no it wasn't clarity Clarity's um, Clarity's a good song though apparently my
0: dad likes it a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just show off the speakers. He they're insane him. though. Like they're literally everywhere you look. There you can see a speaker, and they're like he painted them into the wall, so like you can't, you don't know, oh, like yeah. you really notice I told
3: them. You, he Did it all himself. It's, all, it's, it's all Tom Coggan custom.
0: Oh, he. what Tom told me, he's like, you have to come for the stereo show, and I was like, I was expecting like just like one big stereo. I wasn't expecting a surround sound around the whole basement. Yeah, uh, he it's does crazy. it. He does
3: it right. That's for sure.
0: Your mom did something really dangerous though. She brought over. Like, towards the end of the game, this big thing is Skittles. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to work on the Skittle. I maybe took down half the... It was like a bubblegum machine. I took down, like, half of it. Yesterday,
3: I texted Drew, and I said, I just said, like, around, like, 10 a.m., I was like, are you coming to the party or not? And I didn't get a response for maybe an hour. And he goes, I am coming. And then I got a text at, like, 6 o'clock and said, I will be there by quarter two. And that was it. (laughs) Quarter two. And then he he rolls up, like, close to halftime, and he's like, oh, I already ate all this food. I walked away, and like five minutes later, I go walk, but I walk back by. And he's like a plate full of wings and sides and
0: everything. <laughs> the, they they had some of the best buffalo wings I've had, and then they had this cookie cake. It's like, did I didn't do Ryan Dirty at all. So so okay. So last last podcast we recorded, we were like we all want we both all wanted Tom on the show, mm-hmm. and Tom's like I'm coming home during Super Bowl weekend, and we're like okay, and. I swear, I thought Ryan was there, and me and Kyle. It must have just been me and Kyle at the Legacy place. We're like, yeah, we're gonna do it right after Super Bowl when the emotions are raw. We're gonna have me, you, Tom. We're gonna have the whole squad there, and it's gonna be awesome. And then I text Ryan, like with third quarter in the Super Bowl, because Kyle's like, just make sure he's coming. I'm like, yo, so you know, like it's on tonight, right? Like right after Super Bowl. He's like, no, I did not know that. I can't come. And I was like, oh no, things have just. And turned upside down. No, mind.
1: so what what happened was uh, I had I never knew anything about this. I would, didn't get any invites to the Super Bowl party. That was just based on miscommunication <laughs> I heard. I heard that was just based on communication. I don't believe it. Still a little bit salty about that. Then I'm over at my friend's house, and uh, we're just sitting there, third quarter, and all of a sudden Drew texts me. He's like, hey, you know you're coming tonight, right? And I'm like, coming to what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like podcast and all this stuff, and I'm like, I can't. And then he calls me, and all this stuff goes down. And then I'm texting my mom. She's like, No, it's 10:30, and you got school tomorrow. You're not going out later tonight. And uh, you know everything was bad, which
0: is which is a lie because the Super Bowl ended before 10. Well, so I don't know where we got 10:30 from. By the
1: time you know we left and everything, once we watched, like the award ceremony and all that type of stuff, uh, it so, it yeah.
0: led to a it led to a good night. I might. Well, okay, so like I live pretty far away from like everybody else. So like I was banking on this because I didn't want to have to come back all the way tomorrow. So we we're discussing, I'm like, Kyle, what do I I really don't want to drive back 40 minutes tomorrow. Just like to drive back for a podcast. And he was like, just stay over. And I was like, okay. i when he first said that I was expecting to, something totally different than what happened today. I was expecting just to hang out with the boys. Totally forgot. Everyone had school except for me and everyone else had work. So I woke. I, I just chilled in the Schultz's basement by myself like well, Mr. Schultz was upstairs working, and I was just by myself watching the office. Dan comes home, doesn't even tell me. I texted him at like 3:30. I was like, "Hey, come downstairs when you get home." He's like, "Oh, I've been home for like half an hour." <laughs> I was like, my, my car's in the driveway. You knew I was here." <laughs> like, why did
1: you come He's down to get studying?"
0: I was It was 3.30 in the afternoon He was like "Yeah, I'm upstairs Yeah we got
1: out of school At 2.19 Yeah I was like What is this
0: Kyle I guess was home too
3: I think Daniel's one of those people That just does not pay Any attention To anything (laughs) around him He just lives his life Cars in the driveway Doesn't notice It's like the episode Of The Office Talking about The Office a lot But when Stanley They do all the things To Stanley That's like that Where Jim's a dog It's like Daniel He just doesn't notice Anything that's going around Around him
1: (laughs) No, I've, honestly, I've said this for a couple of years now, Daniel Schultz is one of the dumbest smart people I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. Oh, oh, I gotta get a story. Folks,
2: one time, uh, one time the moon was coming up. Oh my god. One time when the moon was coming up. Uh-oh, Daniel looks uh, bit upset. No, it was like the sun or something, and he like called the moon orange like or something. He got the moon and the sun mixed up, He's he was, like, <laughs> No, yeah, he called this one. He's like, "Wow, the moon is looking very orange today." When it was the sun at like <laughs> 8 a.m. <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite Daniel moments. Like, he has so many of those moments. Like, yeah, it's this, where it's this like how it's like, How of are you an A student? Like, for academics. Yeah. I I I described Daniel as book smart but not street smart. That's my <laughs> that's, description. Yeah, that's of him. what I'm
4: saying. There's a there's a
0: whole Instagram page dedicated to this to these comments that Daniel has said. <laughs> I, a whole Instagram page. Yeah. There have been people who yeah. found it and thought it was Dan's actual Instagram. Go ahead and and get there have been there people who have, like, it, like hey, Dan, answer me. And it's like one of Dan's friends who runs it.
3: Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's got, got, got
0: a DM.
1: News from Sports right Sports Center, on the podcast. We the have a
3: SportsCenter
2: DM. Wow, did you hear that?
1: Reread that one Reread back. that right into the mic. Oh
2: my goodness, folks. This is the best thing to ever come to this podcast. In week three, this is the greatest thing ever. I just got a DM on the official Instagram account. A DM from SportsCenter. Like, how crazy does that sound? All right, here's here's what it says. Hello, do you own this video? If so, ESPN would like to request permission to use this clip with a courtesy on all platforms. Um, Yes. How do I reply to this? Yeah, you know, yeah, we're too good for you guys. No, I'm not doing that. Pay us one, one mil. Tell them to bring yeah, me my money. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just gonna say yes. That's so sick, though. That is amazing. Behind the scenes, man. The best thing to happen in this podcast right here. Breaking news. That's I unreal.
3: I don't know. It's cool that we got a nice DM from Sports Center again. I remember uh, the first time we got on Sports Center. Um, we were sitting. We were sitting at a uh, the Twinsburg tournament, 2018 Twinsburg tournament. And because that clip was posted on Instagram, I was like, uh, I was like, um, I turned my notifications on. I usually have them off because I don't mm-hmm. want notifications on, but because um, I just blow up my phone all day on the MLW accounts. But I had the notifications on and we got that bleach Report DM that was like, hey, can we have that? Oh, that was the craziest TV thing providers? ever. We like, were in Twinsburg, oh, Ohio that happened. Should
2: I, should I tell them to tag our Instagram or should I just, because right now they're probably going to like link our Twitter or something. Yeah.
3: We should have, uh, we should have put the little tag in the, the corner. Little the little watermark. Video. Yeah, we should have uh, watermarked
2: it they yeah they linked
3: our twitter they linked our tweet okay yeah tell them well they the us on instagram right so they have the handle oh that's true so just just say yes like and pre- i appreciate any like a tag yeah yeah a tag i
2: don't know all right i'll that develop this want. while you guys ma- proceed on your we'll, podcast we'll work on that's work in progress yep it's in development but
3: all this is very calculated folks me and oh, Kyle we yeah. really went back and forth today for like 15 oh, minutes oh we about, spent about 20 like, minutes how, on a reply how to, how to reply to the reds and i was like I was like, okay, yeah, that's good. And I texted him back. I was like, no, wait, we need to do a reply <laughs> and then retweet the reply. And it ended up, it ended up working because they liked it and so did uh, Cut 4. So it worked out. But, um, no, back to Daniel. Big day for him. A lot of things going on right now. This podcast is all over the place, but I kind of love it. <laughs> okay, Kyle's giving him the approval. Yeah. Dan, you can defend yourself. Yeah, go for I, it, Daniel. I, I give Dan a hard time. It's all right. It's all love. You know, I make fun of myself. <laughs> We've too. always gave I, Daniel I, I do a hard stupid. time. Everyone does stupid things, but it's more fun to make fun of other people than yourself. You know what I mean? But uh, we it's easier were, to make everyone was Daniel quoting too. Daniel's Dave & Buster's experience from from the first podcast when we were in Boston. And there was a couple of good ones that floated around. But no one mentioned that when we got back to the hotel room... Oh, I'm reading this DM. Yes, we do it on this video. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's fine. All right, send that. Um, but no, we get back to the hotel room. And keep in mind, me and Ryan were, were hyping up Dave & Buster's all day. Because no one had ever been there besides me and Ryan. And I was like, dude, Dave & Buster's is awesome. It's like... <laughs> at, like I was saying all this stuff about how great it was, just hyping it up because, like, a lot of things, it's just it's as fun as you make it. You know, if you build something with enough hype, with enough hype, you can make it fun. But um, but no, we get back to the hotel room, and Dan, had just won his double my like, mega jackpot or whatever, and um, he's like sitting down, and you can tell he's just like reflecting on the whole evening. It was like midnight, twelve thirty at this point. He's just sitting there, and he goes, "He dude, you know what I realized?" I go, "What, day He goes, "He goes at Dave and Buster's, literally." Anything can happen. And I just started dying laughing. He was literally, anything can happen, man. I was like, Daniel, it's an arcade, dude. It's not that big of a deal. It was so funny, though.
2: Folks, I just, not to get too philosophical, but if you put good energy out there, you'll get good energy back. I went for a walk today in the Arb, and that is a park in Ann Arbor at the University of Michigan. I went for a walk. Beautiful day. It's February. It's like 50 degrees. So I said, I'm going for a walk today. And I went down by the Huron River. I sat at the picnic table, and I stared at that river for a good 20 minutes, and I thought about life. And I walk back, and I get a DM from Cup 4, and then tonight we get a DM from Sports Center. So the lesson of this podcast is go out for a walk, think about life, think about what you can improve in your life, and
4: just live life to the fullest, folks, because you never know what could happen. First of all, I would just like to say, you know, in defense of myself – You know, I get bashed a lot with uh, some of my sayings, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) you know, sometimes, you know, things get exaggerated, and, uh, you know, Dave & Buster's was fun, but
3: other things, dude, they get, they get. What I just said about Daniel, that literally anything can happen quote, that was a direct quote. That was not exaggerated. The kid kid was just in shock as to what just happened. He went from zero to 6,000 tickets in like 10 minutes. It was crazy.
4: Yeah, Dan, oh, you're yeah, literally so, about to be on Sports Center. Yeah, that's cool. You guys I'm talking about. You know, honestly, that's the tough part is, like, honestly, I don't know how to react to, the, like, stuff like that's this. That's the thing.
2: I think we've been on the internet for so long. We're so desensitized by numbers and comments. Like, we literally don't care if people, like, talk about us because, like... Yo, yeah, yeah, Drew cares because yeah, like, he's, like, very em- emotionally unstable. But me and Dan, me and Dan, man, we, we're like Kawhi. We... We don't get too high. We don't get too low. So I think that's why uh, Dan's very level-headed here. And even the biggest of news comes to us.
4: Yeah, I definitely think that's important. But, you know, I just think, uh, you know, yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. So I feel like, you know, it's it's definitely fulfilling to see stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's definitely great to see. But, uh, you know, it's good. where what No, you saying, Drew?
0: <laughs> no, that, not that, Um I mean... I, I care about what people yeah, say. Yeah, no,
1: Drew, Drew, you've always been uh, kind of high headed about that stuff, but which is good at some points because you like you know you answer everybody who's trying to reach out to you and talk to you about the league. I
0: think I answer more people who are trying to reach out to me in a negative way. Uh, I have a tendency to start a lot of Twitter beef. I think I just did like earlier, but I haven't checked my phone since because it died right as I sent the tweet. But it was on like a CNN post or some mm-hmm. something about the Super Bowl halftime show, and I just kind of went off, but. Hopefully, yeah, no. I haven't started too much.
1: Yeah, we're all pretty level-headed about all that type of stuff. Because, uh, you know, we want to stay cool, you know, stay comfortable. But, I mean, these this type of stuff is huge for us. Not on only, only for Daniel, post. but for the entire league of MLW, you know. Like we've always said, we started in a front yard. And now, you know, we're on sports center and Cut4 and all this type of stuff. It's unreal. Uh, yeah. yeah. I,
0: I remember one in specific. He asked if any comments I've ever gotten to us. Oh, man. I remember one in specific, my first year in the league. I won Rookie of the Year, and um, I was just scrolling through Insta- or YouTube, and some older woman, I would have to assume it was her child that sent the, the comment, but it said something along the lines of, I hate Drew Davis and only Drew Davis. I love this league except for Drew Davis, and Drew Davis <laughs> should not have won any award except for most suckish award. You butt, Drew Davis. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, like, the whole comment. And I responded to it, and they never replied back. But I was kind of hoping they would because I kind of wanted to see what their inner thoughts were at. I don't even know why. they. I was like, it was my first year I was a rookie. Like, I haven't done anything wrong, but
1: it's whatever. I, I, I get a lot of comments saying that I throw too hard. And do. I know that doesn't sound like much. It's true, like, But when it's you true. get that many, it just starts to you know roll into your head, and now you start thinking too much when you're pitching and all that type of stuff. Ryan,
0: I I am known by the fact that I've blown a two lead. People don't, don't even know my name as much as they know that. Yeah, oh yeah,
1: like, but you know, uh, you know, it's big. Uh, last year, uh, what?
0: what I mean, what, we did a mean. We did a players read mean tweets comments, and yeah. I easily had the most
1: of any person. Yeah. Yeah, no I uh when the, we announced the uh, trophy the awards for you know most valuable player and that stuff I won MVP and somebody commented uh very impressive by Ryan Crotched win most valuable player including the fact that he does crack and cocaine before every game that he plays in <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking what who is this kid and what what's he think about me like does he actually you know not like me and all that type of stuff so I guess fans sometimes get into our heads but you know you try and keep a level head. I think humble, more you know.
0: players get into my heads than fans cuz I've been harassed since day it used one. to be like that this league. It used to where be I've like, had, that. like the older kids just like they find I'm very easy to like
1: Let me get let rattled. me tell you something folks. No matter no matter how young how old you are, if you're 100 times better than this kid, Noah Dabarko, will do anything to its full extent to get into your head when you're playing a hoop-a-ball game with them. He's and very good at it. it yeah, and you, back in the day, I I honestly was scared of the kid.
0: We saw a friendly face though from the on from Tom's team. Yeah, yeah, is yeah a he villain. seems like a villain. But we saw we saw Steve Steve McPeak another friendly face around the league yesterday, and we I haven't seen him since the the fateful day where he had the worst injury in league history. Oh, and it makes on I was talking to him about it yesterday on the video. It makes us look like absolute jerks because. We hit a home run, and it was the first home run at the new field, and we were all celebrating. Meanwhile, uh, Steve, his arm is wide open with blood coming out because he got, oh got it caught on the fence. So we're all celebrating, and Tom and Steve are like, Mr. Schultz, come on, come on, come over here. We're still celebrating. like We didn't even think, go, didn't have Drew. a care in
1: the world. Way to go. But, yeah. Looking like you true yeah. cobra selves. <laughs> it's good to see, good to see Steve. Yeah, he's a good he's a good player and he's a great guy. Uh, everybody loves playing against Mallards when McPeak is out there. Oh,
3: Steve was Steve was great, man. We miss him. I'm hoping to have him back this summer. We'll see, but um, I don't know.
2: Great wiffle ball player too.
1: He's good. Yeah, he's very he's
3: become like I don't know if his confidence boosted or what, but like in that 2018 World Series against the Wildcats, he played phenomenal, and he came back for one series at the beginning of this year, and he played really good too. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good. I have I, I, always like I've always
1: liked playing against him because he's super humble and nice. He's also and, yeah. so tall.
3: Yeah. I think he can reach like ten foot at least on the jump. Probably couple of robbed home runs, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, I got a question for you. Our
3: so, Sports Center now has this clip. What do we think they're gonna do with it? Because I don't think they will be a top ten play.
1: Ah, uh, I I think I think they would probably post it on Instagram, probably Twitter as well. Um, you know that type of stuff is uh, is like you know you can't really post that as a top ten play because it's just a clip of you know a bunch of Daniel's different pitches. But
3: do we think it'll hit TV or no?
1: I don't know where it would was hit a, Dan, TV.
3: Dan already had a montage hit uh, MLB Network earlier in, this, earlier in the last spring.
2: Folks, for those who don't know, uh, I, I think Bleacher Report has a partnership with SportsCenter and like the actual TV, C- TV show SportsCenter because the first time, I don't know if we've ever told people this, I, I think I might have included this in the YouTube video, but Bleacher Report sometimes will reach out to accounts and they'll be like, can we use this on all of our affiliates, affiliates platforms or whatever? And like when we when we got on Sports Center, we didn't know we were gonna get on Sports Center. Like Bleacher Report posted the video, and then Sports like social media posted the video, and then we saw the play on like Sports Center Top mm-hmm. Ten that, that night. They don't tell you what they're gonna do with it, which is pretty crazy. So you're always tuned in and stuff. So it's pretty interesting.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The the night of the when we were on SportsCenter, Center, Kyle was mad because I don't remember when it was or what we had the next day, but I was totally cashed out. I was sleeping. Oh, was it the first day of school? So I was just totally. Dan's sleeping. an idiot. We're on SportsCenter for
2: the first time ever as a league, and he's sleeping in. Yeah,
4: Kyle wakes me up at like twelve thirty. I'm groggily waking up, and like, what's going on? <laughs> and then I see, uh, I don't remember who was, uh, who was hosting the SportsCenter. It was, uh, Neil. No,
2: no, no. The guys that were doing the top ten. It was, um, it was, it
4: was uh, what's his name? John
2: Anderson and John Butchergrass. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. dynamic yeah. duo. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, Butchegrass was the one that read our line. And then I
4: realized what was going on. And then we were number nine.
2: So that's Go back cool. on YouTube if you're unfamiliar with this play. It was um, 2018 MLW World Series Game 2. 2018 mm-hmm. MLW yep. World Series Game 2, if you want to see that play that made sports on there. Yep. I, w-
0: I wanted to bring something up before uh, we start to wrap things up here, but I wanted to bring something up with Tom because he was not able to come for our last episode, but we were talking for a majority of the, of the podcast about some high school sports stories oh that no, that it. would make people laugh. And I know you like some of mine, but I've heard some of yours, and we probably aren't able to talk about some on here. But <laughs> um, what what was your favorite one that no, you can I, tell? I think
3: Drew just had a bad experience. Maybe because he was a scrub. I don't know. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, I didn't have that many bad experiences, honestly. I, I had my fair share of the highs and the lows. Well, not
0: bad, but what was like the funniest one you've experienced? Oh, funniest? Yeah. Because there are some that you've told me that are hilarious.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to make anyone sound or look bad, but I'm trying to think of something I could share on. Oh, here.
0: wait, wait—the one where the one where Teller had a no-hitter. What was that one? Teller. Oh, that was yeah, good. That was a good. That one. was
3: good. Okay, so yeah, I have a teammate. I have a teammate. We already said this story or no? The no, we DC didn't say story. this
0: one. We did not. We did just, not. We didn't tell this one. It was just, I know it was we just didn't. Funny. We were. Is this did just, we?
3: J V. Kyle and I were on J V. as sophomores, and we had a freshman on the team at the time who was very good. I played with him from when we were nine. Until he, so I graduated high school, and he's currently this fall he'll be pitching at Mississippi State, so that's pretty sick. But um, yeah. Anyway, we were, I was playing second, <laughs> I was at third, and he had a like a perfect game, I think, going into the sixth or seventh, which is the last inning in a high school game. And our coach just casually calls time, walks out there, and we all gathered at the mound. It was just all quiet. He kind of paused, picked the ball from him, looked around, and just goes, "You suck." And that was, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all he said to him. doing. Then he goes, "You guys are gonna get this last guy out?" And he goes, "Yep." And then it was just strike, strike, strike. Game over. struck him out. But it was it was so funny. What one I like from, best from coach ever.
0: one I like from your baseball experiences, your uh when your varsity coach wanted a team bonding experience playing wiffle oh, ball. Oh, that was good.
3: Yeah, that was good. Yeah. When I don't know why, because I feel like my senior year we had a lot more fun than my junior year. Junior was more serious, but um, which we had better season senior years. I don't know how that works. But, uh, no, it was indoor, it was still wintertime, so we had an indoor practice. The team was already set. There was probably like a week or two after tryouts, but uh, it was a Friday. We had like a two-hour practice. We hit in the cages and stuff, and then he pulls out a wiffle ball bat, and wiffle ball, and I was like, oh, boy, this is, this is my sport. This route's supposed <laughs> to be good. And um, so No one knew, though. We split up. Well, maybe some people coached it. Yeah, I wasn't the captain of wiffle ball, but I got picked first because whoever picked knew that I was good. And so we took the field and Austin Forbes actually the one who stepped into the box. Austin Forbes stepped into the other team. I'm on the I'm on the mound and the first pitch I threw a gypsy. We had a garbage can for a strike zone. <laughs> and the first pitch I just threw a gypsy and it was just disgusting. But <laughs> Tom's Tom's it famous right, pitch it which hit right in the center. He yeah, came like a curveball and uh hit right in the center of the trash can and then Austin just saw also Austin had never seen me pitch before. Austin just turned his head Thought on his own, I looked back at me, and I was laughing. And then Charlie, our head coach, just goes, "Okay, you're not pitching." And that was, and that was that. But yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It
0: was a good time. Yeah, because I know we talked about the. I because I know some of the ones that we talk. I talked about like my football stories. You love to hear about. But oh, I wish I wish you would have been there so for.
3: <laughs> any any football stories coming from a third string quarterback are just bound to be great.
0: The yeah. first time I told Tommy the one where I did a hard count on the defense. I was the hardest I've ever seen someone laugh because we were in a car so and I don't think you knew what it was going to come I'm in. a good
3: audience for stories. I laugh at a lot of stuff. If, if it's funny, obviously, but I'm not too picky. If, <laughs> I think stories are great. Good stories, at least.
0: We love laughing about The Office, but uh, yeah, we're going to start to wrap things up here for the third episode. So, I mean, we'll be back next week for the fourth episode and we hope you guys enjoyed this one.
1: Well, uh, you know, just, you know, big stuff happening around the league. You know, everything's moving up for us and you know we're just super thankful for our loyal fans who've been there for years and you know just uh you know we're gonna keep doing what are doing on our what we're doing on our end Big and uh, uh hopefully you guys stick with us and you know we'll keep moving them forward on ESPN so you know all that type of stuff that's huge for us so we're just super thankful for you guys and uh super thankful for this podcast too um everything's going great here so uh uh we'll catch you next week and thanks for listening see ya
0: Oof. <laughs>